Welcome to Calvary Life DFW's weekly podcast. We hope this podcast encourages you, challenges you, and furthers your relationship with God in a whole new way. Enjoy this week's message. Out your hand, you just surrender to God and he'll do the rest. Come on, somebody going to go with me this morning? I mean, I know it's the Christmas where everybody's getting ready for the holidays. Come on, God's got a word for you today, right? He's not going to just tell you the word. He's going to empower you to do it. Amen. Come on. Amen. Hallelujah. And so, and so, so in this text um, um, today, this story, there's a couple of things that stood out to us. What, what are some things that stood out to you, Alex? Well, what stood out to me was um, in Luke 2.7, it states that Mary wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger. A manger is a trough or open box in a stable designed to hold feed or fodder, fodder for livestock. Jesus came down in a lowly manger. This shows Jesus' humility. In order for him to come down and put himself in a feeding trough for donkeys shows a lot of humility. Mm. Jesus should be our example for humility. Luke 14, 11 says, For whoever exalts himself will be humbled, and he who humbles himself will be exalted. Yes. Jesus did not come down from heaven to be heard or seen. Um, Jesus did not come down from heaven to be heard or seen. Um, and the arrogant will, will fall because pride comes before the fall. The Bible also states in Proverbs 16, 5, Everyone proud in his heart is an abomination to the Lord. But they join forces, none will fall into my hand. Here, here's a good example of humility. Pastor G, you look very good today. Oh, I know, right? You see my shoes, you see my jacket, right? Like, looks good, right? It's a great combination, right? I look really good. That was not a good example. <laughs> <laughs> Another thing that stood out to me was that it says he was born to all people. In Luke 10, it says that he came down not for the most important or the rich or the famous, but for all. This shows his love for all. At Jesus' birth, the wise men, the important, were there, and the shepherds, well, but not as important as the wise men were both there. Amen. Um, and so I, I, I love the fact that how Jesus, he didn't come in on a, um, with all these great clothing. Um, you know, he didn't come in with, uh, on an on a expensive car, an expensive car limousine. Amen. He, he was put in a, in a manger. Amen. Jesus showed us a great humility. Amen. Um, and so that he wants us to live uh, such a humble, a humble life. Amen. Um, and so we're going to we're going to give you four things that were in the manger. There's plenty of things that that was in that manger, but we're just going to give you four. Uh, so the first one we're going to give you is which which one? The rewards of obedience. What Jesus did in obedience to God gives us an example of obedience. Jesus came down because of obedience, and due to this obedience, we are saved. I can think of many instances where I've been not obedient. Um, uh, this one time, I was supposed to go to bed, um, but I must have been hyped up on sugar, something <laughs> like that. Um, but uh, I was supposed to go to bed, and I, um, I didn't. I decided to run around upstairs like a spy, um, and creep downstairs, try to spy on my mom and sister. They were watching something. Um, but uh, I got in trouble. Um, <laughs> um, 
but uh, we should be obedient because not because of the things we might receive after, but because of the, because the Bible says so. If we are being obedient because we think we might get something out of it, then is it really obedience at all? Hmm. So, so there, there are rewards of obedience. It's fruit of obedience. It's, it's, we receive that peace, uh, that confidence, and that joy uh, from, the, uh, from the Lord. And we are in, in union with, with God when, um, when we are obedient. And see, God helps us to, uh, to be obedient as we draw near to him, and he draws near, near to us. Amen? Uh, so the uh, a second... Second point we want to talk about uh, is hope. It's hope in that manger. When Jesus was born, he, he gave us hope. Hope came into the world when Jesus was born. In 1 Peter 1, 3, verses 3 and 5, 3 through 5, it says, Blessed be the God and the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Christ, who accordingly, who according to his abundant mercy has begotten us again to a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead to, uh, to an inheritance uncorruptible and undefiled uh, and that does not fade away and does not fade away and does not fade away reserved in heaven for you who kept by the power of, of God through faith of salvation ready to be revealed in the last time. Amen. So Jesus came to bring us hope. Jesus is our hope. Jesus is our hope. Amen. Amen. Um, so, and, and it says our hope is in the, uh, the resurrection of Christ. See, a lot of people I, I've talked with are, are feeling hopeless yeah. is because their hope is misplaced. Amen? You know, because this text says that this type of hope, what Peter is talking about, this hope will not fade away. This hope was not fade away. This is a part of our inheritance. Amen? This hope will not fade away. Amen? And so... Um, our hope should be in the resurrection of Christ. Amen? Um, because a lot of people are despaired because of their, they, you look around in our world, you turn on the news, there's a lot of things that's happening in our world today. And, and, and some people are feeling hopeless based on those circumstances. But this is not, it's not that type of hope. This hope that, that the Bible is talking about, this hope will not ever fade away because it's in the resurrection of Christ. Amen. Are you with me? Yes. See, when when uh, and if you read the read the Bible and uh, when Jesus died, the, some of the disciples went to, to see see his body at in, in the grave. And and um, so they were standing beside a, ro a road away stone and the two angels appeared. Let me read this uh, at Luke 24, five through eight. It says, then as they were afraid and bowed their faces to the earth, they said to him, why do you seek the living among the dead? He is not here. He is risen. Remember how, how he spoke to you when he was still in Galilee. 
saying that the Son of Man must be delivered into the hands of, of, a sin, of sinful men and be crucified and, and on the third day will rise again. And they remembered his words. See, when Jesus died, they, they thought hope was gone. Wow. Right? So when Jesus died, their hope went with him. <laughs> they because he was he was gone, but he came back, he rose again. He says that no, your hope should be in the resurrection. Remember, remember what I what I told you before, before I died, right? He said to remember, remember your hope is with me. Amen. See, some of us are revisiting our past because we put our hope in things that have no resurrection power. Wow. That have no resurrection power. Hope is in Jesus, amen? Because when our hope is in Jesus, he empowers us to overcome our past. He empowers us to overcome our past, amen? Do not put your hope in places that have no resurrection power. Are you with me? Amen? Do not put your hope in wrong places. Do not put your hope in the world. The world needs hope. We need to give them that hope. We need to give them that, that power that's within us. We need to give them the gospel. The world, the world needs hope. The world needs us. The world needs believers like us, right, who, who, who will stand firm and who, who knows where our hope is, is in the resurrection power of Jesus. Amen? Because people, people without hope Right, this world clamors to fill their empty lives with stuff, uh, abuse, addiction, illness, broken relationships. The world needs us. The world has no resurrection power. We need to, we need to be the people who will make a difference. And don't put your hope in people. Right? Don't have your hope in people. Amen? So when you lack hope, run to the throne before you run to the phone. Right? Run to the throne before you run to the phone. You like that? Yeah? <laughs> but Jeremiah 17, 5 says, Thus says the Lord, Cursed is, is the man who trusts in man and makes his flesh strength, whose heart departs from the Lord. Amen? And so we can't put our hope in. People will disappoint us all the time. Amen? People will disappoint us all the time, but we need to put our hope in the resurrection power of Jesus. Amen. So another thing that was in the in the manger, another thing that was in the manger, what was the other thing? Forgiveness. In the manger was forgiveness. God's forgiveness is shown from the manger to the cross. God's sign of forgiveness was Jesus. Jesus is the ultimate sacrifice of forgiveness. The reason we don't have to make sacrifices is is because the sacrifice that Jesus had to make in order to give us forgiveness. And when God placed Jesus in the manger, it was a sign of the future sacrifice for forgiveness to come. Uh, one time, I um, was cleaning up the dishes, and, uh, we, uh, and during the summer, we had gone to, uh, up to Washington, D.C., and uh, we stopped in Williamsburg, and uh, my mom had just gotten these really nice bowls. Um, and they were like, really decorated and they were pretty and whatnot. Um, but uh, 
so I was putting it to, as I was putting it to drip, and my hands were already wet because they weren't really dry yet. So I was, um, I was about to put them up in the cabinet, and uh, they slipped. It uh, fell on the <laughs> ground, and shattered. That was not good. Um, <laughs> but my my mom forgave me because she loved me. God chose this example of forgiveness because He loves us. We know of forgiveness, but we have to have God in our hearts in order to forgive. God is forgiving because he is loving. We can't forgive others without loving them first. Amen. And so we, so as we understand uh, God's forgiveness, we start to forgive others. As we understand God's forgiveness, we, um, we, we start to forgive others. Uh, some of us who have a hard time forgiving others, we may have a hard time understanding God's forgiveness. Like God has forgiven you. I, I just hopefully this will liberate someone here today. You have been forgiven. When you make a mistake and when you when you sin, if you go and re repent to the Lord, he, he forgives you instantly, instantly. And um, and he takes it and throw and throws it away and we remember it no more. Amen. It, it, it will just be you who will bring it back up. God will never uh, bring your sin back up again because he he has forgiven you. He has forgiven you. Amen. Doesn't matter what mistake you've made. I don't I don't care what your past was like. I don't care what happened in your past. God says that you've been forgiven. That's what Jesus died for. He died. He died for our sins, not for some of us. Because the Bible says, this text says that Jesus came for all of us. He came for all of us, and then he died for all who believe in him. Amen? So you are forgiven. You are forgiven. So let's take now this opportunity to forgive others. To forgive others. That's what the Lord that's what the Lord wants us to forgive. I've learned, especially this year, do not hold on to, to things that don't matter. Right? Because you don't know how long you have that person in your life. Why waste time being bitter and angry? Let's model forgiveness. Let's free people from our hearts. Let's let them go. Let's be free from them. Let's serve God the way that he intended us to, to serve. Amen? Let's stop holding on to these regrets or, or, or um, offenses that we have towards another person. Let's just free them today. Because God has forgiven us for every sin that we committed. Isn't that something? So we can let people go. Because once you understand that God's forgiven you, you can forgive others. Amen? Amen? And so our last point today, that when Jesus came, um, he came to give us salvation. He came to give us salvation. So salvation is the greatest exchange ever. It's the greatest exchange. Salvation is when you give him your life, he gives you one back better. He gives you one better. It's the greatest exchange is when you give Jesus your life, 
he gives you a better one, a better one. Amen? Um, so the goal of salvation is to live a life here that matters to a life up there. To live a life here that matters to a life up there. And so there, so Jesus was more than just a baby. Well, it was more than just a baby in that manger. He was, he's, he's our savior. It was peace in that manger. It was joy in that manger. There was forgiveness in that manger. There was salvation in that manger. Amen. So there are so many things that Jesus left behind for us to live out. Amen. And so when, when, when God tells us to do something, he also empowers us to live it out. Amen. And so forgiveness, he's calling us to live out. Salvation, to, he says to work out your own salvation. So it doesn't just, it doesn't stop when you give your life to the Lord. We, God wants us to continue to live out our salvation, right? To continue to draw near to him, to continue to, to preach the gospel to many, to bring the gospel to your workplace, bring, your bring the gospel to your home, amen? And to live out our salvation, amen? I'm excited about that, yeah. amen? You're excited about that? Yeah, come on, why don't you stand we don't have a long message for you. I'm glad I had a helper today because uh, otherwise I will be preaching for the next 45 minutes. So I don't know where you are in your life. Maybe you never received Jesus as, as your Lord and Savior. Salvation is available for you here today. If you're listening to us on, online, salvation is available for you today. Um, Jesus came. We are in Advent month, so where Jesus had, is coming, the coming of Jesus. So he already came, so that means we're celebrating his return. Yes. Because he's, he's coming back. He's, he's coming back. You know, what, what are you going to do while we're waiting for Jesus to come back? Amen. So are, there's some things that he left behind when he when he was here. Um, he wants us to live those things out. Amen. And so, as I said, you may not never receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior. We want to give you that opportunity today to receive him. Um, and maybe you need to forgive. Well, maybe you need to understand uh, that God has forgiven you. Um, you have been forgiven. Right now, if you, you felt like you've been going through something and, and you need to kind of give it to God, uh, what a great time for you to do that right now. You can just release it to him. Like, you don't have to hold on to it any longer. Whatever, whatever that happened, whatever that's going on in your life right now, God's, God's saying that forgiveness starts right now. It starts right now. All you have to do is just surrender it to him. And he forgives you. He forgives you. And the thing about forgiveness, when you understand that God's forgiven you, he will help you forgive others. 
He will help you forgive others. Obedience. Obedience. We need to obey God, not for the rewards, because he's God. When we, when we obey God, it draws us closer to him. And he draws closer to us. And there was hope left in that manger. Hope. God doesn't want us to feel hopeless. He wants us to know that our hope is in the resurrection of Christ. See, we have resurrection power. You know why? Because Jesus is in us. When you gave your life to Christ, you now have Jesus in you. So you have that resurrection hope that he's talking about. Amen? And so I'm excited for what God is going to do in your life. Change is coming. Change is coming. And God has such an anointing over, over your life. And I just want to take a moment and just pray over you. And see, God revealed this to me. I, uh, having Alex come and minister, I envisioned this. It's this vision that the Lord gave me. And so I couldn't wait for this moment. Um, and so I believe that this is a, the start of many, of many, where God is leading you to speak and to minister to many, many people that's going to be healed through your words. Father, have your way, Lord God. I thank you for this young man. We know that this is by design, Lord God. You seeing him with a microphone in his hand. Lord God, you saw when he was studying. You saw this wave years before he was in his mother womb. You saw this moment, Lord God, of him just studying, being nervous, <laughs> getting ready to preach. You knew what outfit he was going to wear. You knew that he knew that he was going to outdress me today, Lord God. Father, you knew you knew this moment that was was going to take place, Lord God. You knew the words that was going to, to be spoken through his mouth, Lord God. I thank you for his life, Lord God. And now you already know what's to come. You already know all the things that's going to take place, Lord God. Father, I know that you have, a, you have a call in his life, Lord God, and you're not just going to tell him about the call. You're going to help him. You've have, you have empowered him, Lord God, with the call. Lord, I can see, Lord God, that, moment, that Moses moment, Lord God, as he was at the Red Sea with the Israelites, he was leading people, Lord God, and you, you, you told Moses to just stretch forth your hands. And the Red Sea was parted, Lord God. I see that moment in Alex's life, Lord God, as he's leading people and people are looking for uh, uh, answers, Lord God. He believed, your son here believes that you are the way maker and you will give him that wisdom, Lord God, to part Red Seas, Lord God, to part the Red Sea in people's lives, Lord God. I thank you for the anointing that you placed on this young man's life, Lord God. We honor you today, Lord God. I pray over this congregation, Lord, 
that you be with him through, through this, be with them through this holiday season, Lord God. I, be, I pray right now, Lord God, that you would instill peace over every home that's represented in this congregation and who are listening to us online. Peace. Peace in homes, Lord God. Joy in the homes, Lord God. I pray that they will remember why we celebrate this season. I pray that they will remember, Lord God, why um, we open gifts, Lord God, why we get together with family, Lord God. I pray that Jesus will be at the center of every home, Lord God. It's not about Santa. It's not about the gifts. It's about Jesus. It's about Jesus, Lord. I pray that you will use members here in this congregation to minister to family members who don't know you as, your, or as their Lord and Savior. I pray that there would be those examples, Lord God. I pray they will bring light into darkness. Everywhere that they go, Lord God, every holiday party that they, they are invited to, Lord God, I pray that they will be that light. They will bring light into darkness right now, Lord God. I thank you for it right now in Jesus' name. Lord, I, I believe that you are a healer, Lord God. So I believe right now those who are sick and that's listening to us online or, or here who needs healing, I believe right now, Lord God, the sound of my voice, Lord God, people are healed in Jesus' name. Jesus' name. Jesus' name. I, pray, I know that you're healing hearts right now, Lord God. People lost loved ones, Lord God. I pray that you're mending hearts right now in Jesus' name. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. That change is coming to Calvary, Lord God. Yeah. And whoever is a part of Calvary life, Lord God, change is coming to their homes right now. This year, the rest of this year, the, the year to come, Lord God, would they, it would never be the same again for them, Lord God. Beautiful things are coming into their lives, Lord God. Great things are coming into their homes right now in Jesus' name. Bless them, Lord God. Bless them right now in Jesus' name. You're resurrecting dreams, Lord God, purpose, Lord God, for people's lives. I thank you for it right now. Have your way, Lord God. Have your way. Thank you for every member that part of this church, Lord God. We honor you today in Jesus' name. Come on, somebody give him some praise. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yes. So we will, we will ask that you, you stay with us to, to break bread. Uh, we have um, some delicious dish in, in there uh, for you to partake. Um, we want to get to know you. For, um, uh, we want to spend some time with you. So we just ask that you just re remain here and just break bread with us. We have some food. It's in the other room there, and you can, you can go and, and grab, um, grab some of that. And um, um, amen, and just enjoy uh, our fellowship today. Amen. And so I just want to wish you a, a Merry Christmas. I hope to see everyone um, on our Christmas Eve service. Amen. And bring and bring someone with you. Amen. So we are excited about that. Amen. Hallelujah. Well, you are dismissed for this portion of the service. Come on, give give God praise for Alex. Thank you for tuning in to Calvary Life DFW's weekly podcast. If what you heard today impacted you, be sure to tell us about it. You can rate and subscribe to this podcast or contact us on social media. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram or our website, 
calvarylifedfw.com. Thank you so much, and have a great week.